0: Welcome back to the Evolve and Elevate podcast, ladies. Today, we're talking about everything I eat makes me bloated. I hope you are having the best day of your entire life. And uh, yeah, today, I, I kind of preface this call by saying that it's going to be a little bit of just like shooting the shit. I'm going to tell you guys a, a few things that happened to me, a few ways that I combated it, and overall, just see if I can offer any value, okay? So today is really not like a structured podcast where I'm going to give you three tips to do this, this, and this, but I'm just going to give you guys some practical things, and I think things that aren't really talked about. And I think it's mostly because no one wants to be perceived as wrong and no one wants to give information that they then are like stuck to, you know what I mean? And so I'm gonna totally preface this by saying, I'm not a dietitian. If you have Crohn's, probably don't listen to me. It's probably a bad idea. But if you're someone that just has some bloating, you know, you are eating different foods and you're noticing that everything is making you bloated. You're noticing that, you know, there's a few things that you used to be able to eat that you now no longer can eat. You're high stress. Like everything just seems to be kind of going down the shitter and you have no idea what to do, then this is probably a good place to start. So that's basically what we're going to take it with, okay? So first thing is first, I guess like when I started noticing that everything was bloated, and again, this is just going to be like more of like a, personal recap of everything that I've gone through. And then I'm hoping you guys just can take bits and pieces of the story and do what you'd like with it. Okay. So when I first noticed that I was getting bloated, it was honestly a long time ago. Okay. So like a long time ago, but the thing is, is like, you know, when you're bloated, but you know, you're eating kind of shitty. And obviously like I'm very big on good foods and bad foods and like how there's not really any like, you know, good foods or bad foods, but there's also a point where like, you know, that you're drinking way too much. You are like eating processed food way too much. You're down in sugar. Like it's no tomorrow. You know when you've gone a little too far, okay? I think we've all agreed on that. And if you don't, that's cool. It's all good. But I think there's a point where you know you've gone a little bit too far. And so I was definitely down that rabbit hole of just like eating healthy all week. And then I would drink a whole bunch of alcohol on the weekend. And I'm talking like I finished like two, like a two, four before by myself, guys, like a 26 er like I used to party hard. Okay. And so the thing is, is that what happened was, is that after I stopped like drinking as much, I think what some people don't understand is that. After I was done drinking, my body didn't just all of a sudden understand that I was done drinking, right? And like, the thing is, is that all the damage and all the alcohol that I had had over the past five, six, seven years, it's not like I could just go to eating healthy and everything would be fine. Like you do have to put in a little bit of work after you decide to like chill it out a bit on alcohol. And so after the summer... I noticed that a lot of women, they'll come in and they'll be like, yeah, I'm super bloated because all summer they were drinking, but then it's been like two weeks of them chilling out. And now you think that you're going to be fine. And the thing is, is that that's not always the case. And it's more common than not that after the summer, you're going to notice that like, you don't feel very good when you eat certain things and you do feel kind of sluggish and you do feel kind of tired and you're not able to handle stress that well. And a lot of it does come from over like consuming alcohol. Now there's other things as well. Like if you're just someone that doesn't eat very, uh, you know, uh, full foods or whole nutrient dense foods, nutrient dense foods is just another way of saying healthy foods. It's really like, I don't know, I don't know why I started saying that. But anyways, healthy foods, I don't know, I think it's because someone got on me about saying healthy foods the one day, because they're like, there's no good and bad foods. But I was like, I think you're confusing the fact like a vegetable and a fruit, people need to know that that's a healthy, you know what I mean? So anyways, so With that being said, um, once you start going from eating also like super processed foods to super like healthy foods, you're going to notice that you also have gut issues right? Like you're going to notice that you have gut issues. You're going to notice that like your body doesn't break it down as well. You're going to notice that like, you know, that it just doesn't feel hundred percent because you're going from a very low fiber diet to a very high fiber diet. It's kind of like if you've ever taken that green supplement, you know, the green, like the powder supplement and you take a full scoop of it and you kind of feel like shit after. And you're like, why am I so bloated? This is supposed to be good for me. It's because it's probably just adding way too much fiber to your daily amount. So the problem is, is that like, it's not normally one thing. It's not normally um it's not normally like gluten it's not dairy it's not this it's not that it's normally like the ecosystem in which you're putting the food in so for example like if you had a big bucket of food and you put it in acid, it's going to break down. But if you put it into just like a bowl, it's just going to sit there. You see what I'm saying? So the thing is, is like, depending on what your like microbiome is filled with, the bowl is filled with, things are going to happen differently in your in your digestive system. And so after learning this, because I was like, where what the hell am I supposed to do with this information? Um, I basically just started like getting to work on figuring out what I could do. So the keys are normally, you want to get rid of the bad, like the bad, uh, the the not so amazing So you want to get rid of the bacteria. You want to get rid of all like the bad stuff in your gut. And you want to start incorporating more good stuff in your gut, right? Which is like normally what happens though, is that we just start eating healthy. And then we don't really think about the stuff that we need to get rid of. Because what you're going to notice is that it just kind of counteracts. Like it doesn't work that well. And so if you end up eating just like healthy foods after drinking a bunch and your gut's all over the place, and maybe you have SIBO, which is like when you're, um, it's like small intestinal bacteria overgrowth. So when your large intestine and your small intestine, fun facts, there's like different bacteria in either one. Um, When they start like kind of crossing over, you get some issues. Or if you have leaky gut, which is where the bacteria in your gut literally eats away at your intestinal linings. And then literally you have like poop and digestive stuff all throughout your body and your bloodstream That's a gross one. Most people do have that, by the way. So if you're like, Oh, that's not me, it might be. Um, So there's that. Or you could have had candida, which I've had all of these. So by the way, welcome to the show, right? Like literally, like Miss Health and Fitness over here trying my damn best to be healthy and fit. And I get all this shit as well. But it's also because I have allergies and stuff. If you guys have been watching me for a while, you know that I have tons of allergies that can play um, also a role in the bacteria in your gut, things like that. But thankfully, because of this, I've been able to learn a lot about this. And so there's different things. You got SIBO, you got candida, you got overgrowth, you got all these different things. Then you get intolerances, right? You name it. So you're like, where do I start? Honestly, why don't you just try and get rid of the bad bacteria, right? Like get rid of the bad bacteria and then replenish it with good bacteria. And how you do that is like probiotics and fiber, really great way to just kind of start flushing things out. Um, So those are going to flush everything out. Then you got to like put the good stuff in. So once we get all the stuff out of the bucket, we need to fill the bucket back up. And we can do that through like prebiotics so if you guys ever get uh like fermented foods or if you get uh fruits veggies uh whole grains things like that those are great fermented foods again i love them honestly if you guys are bloated and you eat fermented foods this is why apple cider vinegar is like super popular with people who are bloated because it just helps like calm things down um, but it doesn't fix the problem it just makes you feel better it's like taking a tylenol when you have back pain your back pain might go away but notice how you always have to take more tylenol before You know what I mean? Like you just have to keep taking it until you fix the problem. Um, Also, if you have back pain, message me. I can also help you with that. But with the bloating, let's stick to one topic for today. Once you incorporate some good bacteria, lean meats, fruits, veggies, all these kind of things, all these lovely things, then you get into more of like, you also need to repair the lining. So if you think of like your intestines as like a big hose, right now you probably have some like holes in the hoses. Um, There might be some things in there that aren't so great. Um, and so what we need to do is make sure that everything that's in your digestive system stays in your digestive system. Because the thing is, is that once you start leaking into other parts of your body, like in your bloodstream and stuff, things don't go well. So reminder poop is not just poop. It's not just food. It's also, um, extra hormones, like hormones that your body wants to get rid of. Maybe it's just, you know, whatever. I'm not going to get into that today. That's a whole other mess for another day. I don't talk about hormones because people get fucking crazy when you start talking about hormones. (laughs) So that's, we're going to do that. Okay. Um, but it also gets rid of like dead cells. So every day your body is breaking down cells and regenerating new cells and it gets rid of that. It's also food waste that needs to go. It's also all these other things. And so understanding that, those also like you need that to go. So if you're not going to the bathroom two to three times a day, everybody's like freaking out. They're like, well, I only go once and that's normal. I love that for you. That's not normal. That's your normal. That's not normal. Okay. Um. Same with like, if it, it's been like that forever, that doesn't matter. If your parents only go to the bathroom once a day, that doesn't matter. A lot of the times, just like our personality traits, we're going to get a lot of habits from our parents. And so if you've grown up on Mac and cheese and freaking hot dogs and whatever, I love that for you. Same here. It's all good. But like, that's probably why you can't go to the bathroom right? And so like, when you look at your diet, and you look at your lifestyle, a lot of these things, just like knee pain, back pain, whatever. Yeah, you know what, maybe you're the point two of the population that has the hereditary part of it. But like, most of us aren't most of us don't it's it's like individual basis. And most of the time, it's due to your habits. And so if you actually start uh, just eating a little bit healthier and you increase your fiber so that you can actually go to the bathroom and you stop drinking coffee on an empty stomach. Yeah. I'm calling all y'all out. Um, Cause I used to do it too. So coffee on an empty stomach and you're not actually like just improving your lifestyle with food, like food wise, you're going to notice you don't go to the bathroom that often. Um, also, if you don't move, like if you're only moving two to 4,000 steps a day, guys, and you're like, I'm bloated all the time. No shit your body also needs movement. And it's not just for like, you know, to lose weight. It's also to make sure your digestion's good. It's also to make sure that your heart, your lungs are in a good place. It's also to make sure that like, just your body needs to move. It's very, very important. And so when you're looking at this, you're like, well, why am I bloated? I'm like, well, you're You're walking two to 4,000 steps a day. You're like not, like you're eating out more than you're making food or like you're just not eating any vegetables and fruit and like things like that. Like you need to eat those. I get wraps are great, but like they don't solve everything. You're also drinking every weekend. And then on top of it, you're drinking coffee on an empty stomach and then you're snacking at night right? There's a lot of things going on there. And then you're like, why haven't I lost weight in the first like two or three weeks? And like, you have a lot of habits that you need to change, right? Like if we look like if we're and I'm not comparing, I'm not saying that because this can be taken out of context. But I'm a very I like to use a lot of visuals. Okay, so don't come after me for this. But if you think of like an Olympic runner, someone who's like an athlete, okay, and you think of how they're eating, that's what you're comparing what you need to do to lose weight. And then you're like, well, I eat pretty good. But if you're comparing yourself to an Olympic athlete, where do you really sit? Like, personally, I probably sit way freaking down here. Like, I'm not exactly the best person in the entire world not the worst person in the entire world, but like, you know what I mean? And so I'm not saying that you have to eat like an Olympian. So this is why I'm like, don't take this out of context. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying that you probably have more room for improvement than you think you do. Um, but the thing is, is that you're messing up the steps because you're like, I'm going to start eating healthy. I love that. But you haven't gone back and repaired the damage from what you've done before because you didn't think that there was a problem. Right? So you're like, well, I was eating pretty healthy, but like I had a few drinks on the weekend and you kind of like slide that under the rug. But the problem is, is that your digestive system hasn't slid that under the rug. So you have to accept the fact that like, yeah, you did drink a little bit too much, ate a little bit too much processed food. Dude, same. It's all good. It's cool. It happens. It's all good. No one's judging you for it. It's fine. But the thing is, is that you're, you feel stuck because you keep trying to progress, but you haven't fixed what you broke first, right? So you get, you have to fix that first and then you can kind of move on. And so Honestly, some things that help me and I'm not really like, so as a personal trainer, guys, if anyone is like, Hey, this is how you fix your hormones. This is how you fix this. This is how you fix like whatever, like unless they're talking about like back pain, knee pain, whatever, because we can do a lot with like exercise when it comes to nutrition, really the only ones who are able to recommend things are like dietitians and doctors, which like doctors sketchy as shit. Some dietitians also sketchy as shit, to be honest, but a lot of people on the internet, like these hormone doctors, unless they're an endocrinologist, like they cannot recommend shit for your hormones, like for all this kind of stuff. So just be mindful who you're following, but things that help me, and I'm not saying you have to take this and same with like the advice that I just gave. Like sometimes also when you start to have prebiotics and things like that, they are great. But for example, for me, because I have high histamines, so I'll give you an example of how like general advice can fuck you over. So most people you go, Hey, eat probiotics, eat prebiotics, do your thing. You're great. Okay. Most people will get better by doing that. Okay. Most people will. If you are an anomaly, hi, I get to be the anomaly, which is like super freaking annoying um, because honestly, I never wish for stuff to be wrong with me. I just don't think that's cool. I found out that like by eating prebiotics, which so let's say like a lot of like, um what's the word, like fermented foods, things like that, by eating a lot of those, that was actually worse for my histamines, right? So this is where like, don't take everything, at like everything that I say, but I'm just saying some of these things will help you. Some of these things might not work for you. That's okay. Okay, so for example, you know, taking a whole bunch, like having a whole bunch of prebiotics um, or probiotics might not be the best uh, thing for you. But um, when you're looking at different things like pre and postbiotics, probiotics guys going to wipe everything out of your gut. Okay. Fermented foods. Um, it's going to be things like yogurts that are um, live culture, yogurts, kefir, things like that. Those are probiotics. They're going to wipe everything out. Prebiotics fester everything. So fruits, veggies, whole grains, fibers, like all those other things too. Cause there's like insulin soluble and soluble fiber. So some of them are more like festering within going to help you like build that healthy environment. Some are going to help you clear it out. Okay. So pro and prebiotics are two different things. So this is where though, a lot of the things get um, a little bit mixed up because you want to make sure that it's the right thing for you. So for example, for me, glutamine was super helpful. Okay. Supplement wise, glutamine was super helpful. What does glutamine do? It helps to repair the cell lining of your intestines. So if you have like leaky gut, if things going out, like bloating, whatever, I do find that that is a very helpful, supplement that a lot of people like don't take and they should Um, Really, 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 really suggest it. Um, But again, might not be for you. Make sure you look into it. All that good stuff. Disclaimer, disclaimer, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Um, The second thing I would say is that you really want to make sure that you do take a probiotic at first. Um, I did find it was very, very helpful and it really helped to just kind of like clear everything out. Um, And it just like helped me get a little bit more regular It helped everything just like feel a little bit better. Um, And then the third thing that I did was I honestly just reduced a lot of the things that were pissing off my stomach. Now you get to a certain point where everything pisses it off. And that's when you really know it's the environment. Normally you're tired, you got brain fog, you're like kind of like inflamed, things like that. And um, so the basic for that is like, I just kind of like gave it a, a chill pill for a little bit for about three to four weeks. I just really chilled on all the, on anything that really like bugged it. Um, like gluten really bothered me. I'd still, I can't have any wheat dairy is like something that was kind of bugging me. But honestly, I drink dairy quite frequently, and I don't have any problems with it. Um, I'm trying to think of other things now that I've healed my gut. That is uh, other things that might bug you are like, you know, uh, raw vegetables, um, certain kinds of fruit, whatever. So just take a look at like what's personally making you bloated at the time. And I would just like chill it out for a few weeks. See if like you can kind of heal your gut, get some things moving, and then you can incorporate it back. But a lot of the time when you're looking at gut stuff, this is like ongoing lifestyle changes. This isn't a quick fix. Like you need to like change it forever. It's not just like a one-time fix that um, gets like, all. And afterwards, I find that then how you kind of know if it worked is that normally you can eat some of the things that piss your stomach off and You don't really freak out. Okay. Like it doesn't really go that bad. The only difference is celiacs and people who are actually lactose intolerant don't go drink milk if you are lactose intolerant and you've been tested by a doctor. Okay. Same with gluten intolerances. If you have been tested by a doctor, do not go eat bread if you are celiac. Guys, when you eat bread and you are celiac, you do know what happens, right? So what happens is like your body literally cannot absorb nutrients because you are literally like you're inflaming your entire body. Like your body cannot break it down. It's having a really hard time and like depending on how allergic you are to it, it can like that can stay for a very, very, very long time. Like that's not just like a, oh I ate it on Monday and like I'll feel better by Wednesday. This is like, you eat it on Monday and you might not feel better for like a week or two. Like you might actually get sick. So if you're a celiac or if you're like lactose intolerant, this does not apply to you. You need to go see a doctor. You need to actually make lifestyle changes. Sucks to suck, you got the shitty end of the stick. Sorry to say, right? Like it is what it is. Um, but for everyone else, should be able to like have a few of these foods that kind of take you off. And like if you're like, oh, I eat a cupcake and it bugs me, like, no shit. You know, (laughs) it's like high sugar, high fat, high carbs. This is kind of like a fun food. It's gonna bug you. Like it's it's all good. Like it's not no one really like eats, you know, four slices of pizza and feels amazing. No one eats a cheeseburger and fries and feels amazing. No one drinks half a 26 er and feels amazing. Like, you know, you kind of you picture poison when you pick the food, it is what it is, right? Like, I don't know, I think there's a certain point where it's like, is there a problem? Or is your diet just shit? There's also that I'm just going to be totally upfront, right? Because like, good and bad foods, guys comes into food mindset before you get into like this part. This is more of like, after your food mindset gets healed. So for example, like um when you first get started, most people cannot follow a workout plan or like a nutrition program because they've been so restrictive before that they've started cutting things out to the point where now when they see like a cupcake on a table, they can't stop thinking about the cupcake. Good versus bad foods is to get rid of that obsession with foods, okay? At the end of the day though, the goal is still to eat more healthier foods than like processed foods, alcohol, things like that. And so there's a difference because one's talking about food mindset. One's talking about health. One's talking about like what is literally going to make you feel the best, perform the best, like live longer, like all those things. So just understand that food mindset is coming first because we're just undoing some of the psychology of like what happened because you've just been so restricted for so long and been trying to die for so long. But after you get through that, it's then like, we really need to make sure that we are focusing on Incorporating healthier foods so that your digestive system's fine. You know your um, your strength, your speed, your muscle mass, like all these things um, are doing what they need to do, right? So just like understand that that is super super important, um, and it's not something that is like counter. It's not counter. It's not one or the other. It's one first then the other. Does that make sense? So I hope this helped. These are some things that helped me again. I just made sure that I was, you know, limiting some of the things that were really bothering me at first, just to give my system some time. Made sure to take some glutamine. I took a probiotic um, at that point. Also, I really focused on making sure things were like kind of moving. <laughs> um, and then at that point, there was also focusing on changes that I could make like long term. So I started eating more prebiotics, more probiotic type of foods. I did not go and just buy like because I know I'm going to get this. I didn't just go buy a fiber supplement. I love that for you. Please try and get it from natural foods. It will help you so much more. There's so many more nutrients in foods than like these stupid supplements. Like, obviously I recommend supplementing on top of things um, when needed, but it's also not something that I'm like, you'd have to do all together. And then on top of that, there's also the fact of like making sure that you're moving. Most of you guys aren't moving very much. It's like 4,000 steps a day and you're like killing at me. Like, you know, you're going at me to make sure that you're getting like the props for 4,000 steps. No, like until you hit seven to 10, I don't want to hear it. Like that's something that you need to work on that's okay. Like if it takes you longer, that's fine, but that's something you need to work on. Um, And then on top of that, guys, my last and final tip, and probably the most important, if you want your bloating to go down, you need to drink more water. Okay. Water is so important and it also is so crucial for every single part of your body, especially your digestive system. Okay. Water is just going to help you so much and it's going to change the game completely. So stop waking up and drinking a freaking coffee before you've eaten anything, before you drink any water. It's just not doing you any good. And honestly, it's just not cute. I don't think it's funny. Um, if anything, it's just causing you a lot of havoc and it's just not that great. Okay. Now I might do another episode later on cause we're already at like 23 minutes on, um, basically like fight or flight and digestion. So if you guys want to hear anything about psychology and like digestion and bloating and things like that, I'm definitely going to go over that as well. Um, But make sure that you screenshot the podcast, you know, uh, tag me in your story. If you guys found value, I hope you're having the best day ever.